1: Hello and welcome to the Ball Bags, a weekly podcast breaking down all the news from the United Rugby Championship, the NFL, the English Premier League, the NBA and the wide world of sport. Hello and thank you very much for tuning into episode 1.13 of the Ball Bags podcast on lucky number 13. So we have a lot to get through this week. Usual permanent fixtures, player of the week. Have you seen this? I'm going to take you first up and we're going to have a quick look at, I suppose, contracts in sport. um, And specifically some of the worst, worst managed ones. The bottom feeder athlete, or the BFA, is going to have a look on championship windows. And like a scorned lover, the coach is going to have a deep dive into the golden balloon, the Ballon d'Or. But without much further ado, I'm delighted to be joined by the bottom feeder athlete and the coach. How are we, gents? What's the crack, lad? How are you? Oh,
0: good. Nice to have you around the table on a on a Tuesday.
1: <laughs> you sounds like Brian there. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, look, it's good when the winter footballs back, isn't it? We're nearly, you know, every other night is a game now. Nearly the winter series of football. So, yeah. Um, flashback to last Primo year. There's
2: prem tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. Yeah. Isn't there? And not yeah. I didn't realize how much was on. Yeah, and then we've class. got the
0: women's internationals oh, well. playing this evening as well. For those of you, um, important listening fixture. to us tomorrow. It's an important fixture of this Tuesday evening against Georgia. It's absolutely lashing rain here in South County Dublin, and they may have to go out in their swimming trunks.
2: Yeah, oh, not, not like so that. Not like, like that. I don't mean like South that. County I mean like. Dublin as well. Yeah. Like, he lets everyone know he's not from the north side. Yeah. Yeah. South County Dublin. <laughs> I just said that's it was the most r- important. <laughs>
1: the most important (laughs) thing he has Um, but look my
2: Floridian friends are
0: not going to visit me in North County Dublin I
1: think they all think we live in Dublin if they're anything like Americans anyway um, kick things off the road in partnership with our affiliate The Athletic plenty of Black Friday deals still going Cyber Monday deals still going but look click the link in the description get yourself a free month and read The Best Sports Journalist Journalism there is out there. of the weekend, gents, who had we picked? I went
0: with because I, I'll say mine first because he's probably not going to win it. But uh, Jamie Vardy, um, thought he was back to his best this weekend. We don't know how long obviously he's got left in terms of the top end. He's he's obviously reaching the upper echelons of his um, his career. But I think he came out with two goals and an assist on the weekend, so, which was very
2: very good.
0: Um, Difficult conditions. Yeah
2: Yeah So um, Jimmy Vardy's diet Defies modern medicine Have you seen You We might it? have
0: to deep dive Into that one week I think Yeah Extraordinary It's a pod
2: On it's own I think Just purely on a caffeine Like What a man Yeah
0: um, I feel like he's one of those people That if we were still in the Do you remember the Wednesday club Sunday club type culture He would probably thrive
1: I think that's That's why he spent so long In the non-league
0: <laughs> Yeah I think I think
1: that's
2: probably true. He probably would have been as good if as George Best. down what he was.
0: He's probably that player. If if George Best was to play in this current era, that's probably who you're looking at. That ilk.
2: Yeah. Fair.
1: Fair. You know, look, he definitely worth a mention. It was actually a brilliant game. I don't know if he caught on match today um, Difficult to 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 see with the snow quite heavy in patches, and the ball didn't look yellow. <laughs> is 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 what I would say. I think. An orange ball, a third ball need, is needed for, for the snowing conditions. I'll jump in. Mine was Leonard Fournette, four touchdowns in a must win game for the Buccaneers. It was I think it's I think it's his first hundred yard game as well for the Buccaneers since since moving from um Jacksonville, obviously. But uh yeah, there's an, an immense performance for him in what was a bit of a classic game to be fair as well. Yourself bottom fiddlerelli?
2: I had Mac Jones and it was purely because he was the best of a bad bunch of quarterbacks on the weekend really. Fair. He had the highest rate of passer rating of any QB on Sunday. Um and like some of the performances were really bad like yeah it
1: was it was a it was a strange weekend in sports to be fair.
2: Um a lot of fixtures. He actually missed some throws like he missed some gimmies as well. Like it could have been a lot better for him. Um, so I think it just kind of says where the last kind of two to three weekends of NFL play has been mm. really bad. Yeah, elite level running backs dropping like flies as well. So
1: it's 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 definitely a strange one. Um, any other honorable mentions? Um, no. Fair, fair.
0: Um, hey, no. Look, it wasn't one of those weekends where you're gonna go. Someone put their hand up to be counted here. We're going. You know, I need to get on that list of. You know, features on this show. So, no. No.
2: Um, If we took it on the whole week, I'd like to just say Sancho had a great week. Oh, here we go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Moving swiftly on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If we had to pick one, gents, and and narrow it down, do we have a selection? I go with Fournette. Happy with Fournette? Yeah, it's
2: hard to argue with four touchdowns. Yeah,
1: fair enough, fair enough. Okay, well, look, moving on. Main segment or disagree so gents my question and to open the discussion christian mccaffrey obviously as nfl fans be aware has been ruled out for the remainder of the season his latest ir stint makes makes the fourth time in two years he's been landed on the inactive list in two years since he signed the whopping 64 million contract he's played just 10 games quick maths obviously that's a 6.4 million per game to date with only 2 years left in the contract this obviously sent me down a rabbit hole because that's how my brain works and it got me thinking what is the most costly contract in sports history and I'll open it up with I will finish with the worst one ever so gents worst contract in sports history
0: bottom
2: feeder go ahead uh, so I have two nice ones here um, the first one and I think he's a bit of a cult hero in the NFL Like he's like one of the original has a hose can't hit a baron door, Jay Cutler <laughs> so just, just know Jay he's Cutler, a door in Chicago though And yeah but like, for, like look we won't get into it but Jay Cutler signed a 126 million dollar deal back in 2014 and subsequently his play went off a cliff now it was already hanging on a cliff. And for anyone that doesn't know who Jay Cutler is, he's married to one of those mad famous housewives in America. Um also who's subsequently trying to take all of his money now.
1: He's also a famous bodybuilder as well, namesake. But uh,
2: we digress. <laughs> yeah, so Culter Culler's a pretty bad one. That sent that set Chicago back a while. Um and there's still I think they're still kind of <laughs> Still think they're going to be set back for another Sh- while to be honest
1: Druggling. it's kind of a historic thing with that franchise though they've never even like if you look at that great 85 Chicago Bears that did win the Super Bowl like, there always was questions over Jim McMahon I know he's a bit of a maverick and a bit of a wild character and he kind of got elevated to that cult status but there always would be question marks about his kind of playing ability style of play and um, he's very hit and miss the Go other f- one
2: is Go on, go on, bottom feeder. Finish it out. Oh, finish. Uh, the second one is Alan Houston, who signed 100 million back into just after 1999 playoffs. So 100 million back then is, is pretty, that's pretty nuts. And knee injuries then really set him back with the Knicks. So those are two interesting ones. Just because the 100 million from the year 2000 is pretty significant
1: fair fair Um. I'll throw that hoc one in there quickly Kim Kyles oh. sign with a broken back <laughs> <laughs> banter FC Um, coach yes sir do you any so yeah I've
0: got a couple Um, one that stands out is M Noah at the New York Knicks Um signed a four-year contract, 72 million that stretched through to 2022. And um, so he still contracted um there as such um he to two he's a two-time All-Star, but he began a sharp decline in 2016. Um 92. and missed uh, he had only missed 53 games up until this point. Then signs the new deal. And then injuries and a twenty game suspension for anti drug breaking the anti drug policy. He went on to appear fifty three times after that. Um and then October twenty eighteen the team waived the um and stretched his remaining contract over three years. So until the end he'll be getting paid until the end of the twenty twenty two season and they will pay him six point four million million annually not to play. But I have absolutely no passion in that one. So um I suppose the one that I've picked out for me, that I I like that. I went into a rabbit hole because I don't know if you've noticed. It's very, very hard to find out how much an Australian A-League player gets paid. But if you've seen the reports during the week, Daniel Sturridge came on as a sub last weekend for his new team, Perth Glory. And then this weekend, sorry, that was two weekends ago, the weekend just gone, he took a four-hour journey um, flight got off the other end to play the game and has pulled up a cramp throughout the flight so said he couldn't play and pulled himself from the squad list so I'm just wondering and for, foreseeing any issues now and I have a feeling it's going to be a terrible, terrible investment for Perth Glory I can't imagine he's on sorry I'd imagine he's on a, a lot of money for the A-League um, particularly like, he's, a, he's a player that hasn't played in a year and a half Um, I know he's trained with is, uh, Real Mallorca but
1: it's is he not worth more before he even steps on the field first side like Perth and I'm only thinking out loud is like Perth is AFL country and every other sport in Australia struggles to make it there, you look at the Western Force, there's been numerous NRL expansions it's just a hard place to get, it's so isolated from the rest of Australia is the potential of bringing in fans from the greater Western Australian area mm-hmm. a bigger sell for Perth than Eton Sturge could ever do on the field for them
0: yeah I I just don't if 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 this is a means to go on like I'm not sure where they're gonna are they gonna pull fans in the gate like I get the like if you flip that and look at say jersey sales I would say I don't know if if jersey sales are a massive thing in Australia I don't think they are because you don't see that many you'll see MLS float jerseys floating around Dublin and wherever but I don't think I don't recollect ever seeing one in Ireland of the A-League but um in fact, my friend has a Robbie Fowler one there. That I say that, but if this is a means to go on, people, people aren't gonna aren't gonna go and visit Eddie. They? They're not gonna go down to Perth and watch Sturridge play when he's claiming he's got cramp, you know, the morning off yeah, fair, fair, or fair. whatever. But
2: can I ask a daft question? What is Daniel Sturridge's career earnings? Do you know the answer? Out of curiosity, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. Like, is Daniel Sturridge's net worth almost? the same as the football team he's currently playing for <laughs> <laughs> I like genuinely like I mean that, like you're not bigger than a club but he actually could be bigger than this club
0: <laughs> yeah just on a quick search there they're estimating his net worth at 14.6 million pounds sterling so you're probably not far off yeah also I don't think it was I don't, I genuinely I feel for the lad because he, he's, he's done well wherever he's gone in England he just hasn't done it for any consistent period of time. Um, I,
1: I don't think I don't think he dropped quick enough, if that makes sense. And He was with Liverpool, he was with Chelsea, but he was always kind of an off-the-bench player. I think he was probably better at West Brom, whereas if he dropped sooner to mid-table side, mm. probably would have had a more story career, would have developed a little bit more.
0: I did read Steven Gerrard's book, and he pretty much said without saying that was all in his head, that he had to put him for a chat before a United game. Um, in Old Trafford, remember when Stevie G was wearing white, kissed the camera, all that sort of stuff. Um, he had to pull Sturridge before that. He wasn't Sturridge wasn't going to play, and I pulled out with the squad. And um, can't remember who was manager at the time. Asked Steve Gerrard to go and have a word, with him and got him, gotten him to play or whatever. So, which tells me he's like, well, if he could play, like white was he pulling out the squad? from grey matter, I think. Yeah, like he, I, I do feel sorry for him. Probably isn't. There probably is a little bit of a mental thing there, but yeah, we digress. I just think. I don't know if it's going to be. It, it's worth just keeping an eye on it and seeing how it progresses and what happens next. I don't know how long yeah, he's got. I don't know how long the contract even is. It's very hard to find
1: any information on the A League. Yeah, there's reasons for that. Um, any <laughs> other ones? And before I tell you, what is officially the worst contract in sports history? Oh, he knows.
0: Hmm. Um, just thinking of honourable mentions.
2: honorable mentions isn't there isn't Odell's there Odell's contract didn't look great there now oh god uh, doesn't look great you look at
1: someone like maybe Ricky Williams as well throwback to Miami Dolphins and what
2: happened to him oh he smoked a lot of that didn't he yeah. like every cent it
0: is, don't they call the the um, free agency day Bobby vanilla day
1: that's the contract that going to get to oh yeah oh. alright so Oh, he's really yeah, that. No, nah, he hasn't really. Right, I'll read it out to you anyway. So, obviously, 1st of July, gents, is the cultural phenomenon known as Happy Bobby Benilla Day. So, Bobby Benilla was a major league baseball player with the New York Mets. Plenty of New York hate in this, I so don't know <laughs> if that says it all about New York sports. For reference, in 1991, he signed a $20 million contract, and at the time that made him the highest played player in Major League Baseball so for reference he, is a good, he was a great player or whatever fast forward on to the year 2000 he'd extended that contract in 1996 and he was ageing at this point so the Mets wanted to buy out his contract I think he had a year maybe two years left the total value of that contract was 5.9 million but instead of making a count against the cap Bobby Benilla's agent somehow managed to get the, the Mets to agree to effectively paying in installments over 25 years, starting in 2011. So the installments were made up of the remaining 5.9 million, plus an 8% annual interest rate, starting in 2001, which would have made it was 12.7 million in 2001. But, effectively, between 2011 and 2035, Bobby Benilla gets 1.19 million Every first of July, which means he will have received a total of two hundred and ninety-eight million on the first of July, twenty thirty-five. Thirty-four years since he last swung a bat, and that, gents, is the worst and greatest contract in professional sports
2: history. I would like to say, Bobby, you're a bit of a fucking idiot as well, because, like, it's well, like when the Euro Millions. You know, if you win the Euro Millions, like you you get the option of right here's 156 million quid now or you can get it in installments like what what idiot like I want to be able to roll around a big bed of money like all oh, of a lot it of, at a the same time you're,
1: you're talking about someone who was a multi-millionaire at the very end of his career he no, set himself up no, for no, life no, I'm he's not 58 in now
2: give it to me in one <laughs> he's
1: fifty-eight and he still has another fourteen <laughs> Stupid, years oh of God. one
2: million payouts every first of July. It's some pension scheme. Like, what if he spends more than he takes in. Like he's fucked. Like Bobby, Bobby has to be frugal with that. Like <laughs> well, he's
1: fifty-eight, though. I mean, it's very hard to blow through a million a year unless you're acting like a next Tuesday. Like so.
2: Do you think it's hard to blow? Do you reckon how quickly well, you it blow was- through a million a year?
1: I think at fifty-eight you should be set up. When you look at the money he's made over his career lifespan, plus there's also the massive caveat that the Mets have been a disaster <laughs> since. And I think it wasn't the summer just gone, but I think July twenty twenty, <laughs> he was the highest paid player on the payroll, because they were going through a massive rebuild. So imagine not playing for a franchise for twenty years. Did he still and utilize still being him? the highest paid player. No. But they did he utilize they, him
0: for they, a club? I don't know Visiting isn't the sick children right
1: nothing his contract effectively ended in July 2000 oh my god but yeah it's a phenomenal bit of business it, he's turned 5.9 million 29.8 million what year did he agree to it 2000 they let him go he played another year and I think the Houston Astros who were a joke they're not what they are now they were a joke at the time he played for another year and then retired Saying a one-year, max veteran contract type thing, but he had like as I said, man, the
2: money in MLB is just
1: frightening. Absolutely. If you're like
2: a top ten player, isn't it's it?
1: Similar to to the basketball, they operate with a soft cap as opposed to like the hard cap that's in the NFL. So, luxury tax or big spends right. and stuff like that, and yeah, and at the time the Mets had won the World Series in '86, I think, um and we're trying to regain kind of dominance in New York or trying to overcome the Yankees and Steinbrenner and be the dominant kind of sporting franchise in New York. It's obviously at a time as well where baseball was America's number one sport. So, yeah, look. Uh, Why did they absolute, agree to it though, the Mets? Because they didn't want the 5.9 million in of in media one year. payout in court in one year against the salary cap they kind of were wait. gambling on the fact that the salary cap at that stage it was a hard salary cap it's, it's it's since been I think it was maybe 2004 they changed to a soft cap system but they were kind of gambling on the fact that because baseball was so popular at that time that it would continue and the salary cap would explode and what they'd be paying them would be minuscule in terms of like against the salary cap and they just gambled really really poorly really poorly there's also another thing to kind of point out is that the Mets owner at the time lost his job in 2008 effectively was a Ponzi scheme owner um, and that obviously all came crumbling down in the uh, fiscal crash of 2008 as uh, some of us may but it, is, it is a terrible terrible decision wasn't it like absolutely horrific and he's crucified them until 2035 it's just <laughs> it's, it's he amazing. must be getting death threats who? Vanilla I think you're vastly overrating the size and intensity of the New York Mets fan base.
0: Wow, I've never been to a sold-out baseball game, just on that note. Sorry? I've been to baseball games, but I've never seen or been to a sold-out game.
2: That's not playoff. Yeah, was the stadium empty when you went to it yeah. yeah like how did they make the money to pay those ads the stadiums always look fucking empty
1: because there's a thousand the games time. a
2: season per site. like is it just because they have 180 like, 100, what's it 160 games
1: oh there's something astronomical I didn't even talk about it, like the dog days of summer it was like no one's paying attention in the summer which it's like you yeah, it's, it's this an October sport isn't it well that's yeah or crunch. September time.
0: it's never uh, it's never um it's never that expensive to go either. It's very cheap. Because there's so many of them. Yeah. It's
1: like, it's like what's the greatest thing about the NFL is that like I know it's extended this year, but you've seventeen games of a regular season. It's it, it's it's very short. Like, Supplying yeah. mind. Yeah. yeah, it adds this intensity and this urgency, sense of urgency to everything. Like, like you're ruling. It's mad to believe that we're week twelve from mid say two weeks ago. You were chalking off multiple teams. Like I like if i was
0: to move to the states i like the idea of baseball it's like that american dream type thing that you go oh take me out to and all that sort of crap but the reality is it's actually terrible it's a day out
2: though <laughs> it's, isn't a day it? out, it's, it's a nice a day relaxing out, yeah, day out like you bring where the where the farmer vest the eight cans just sit there for six hours like it's the It uh, sounds great yeah look it was sold it's
1: all to us as kids as like rounders yeah <laughs> <laughs> I suppose the dream <laughs> from um, from '90s action movies, I suppose, was the, the baseball and like movies like The Field of Dreams and stuff yes. my cult classics and stuff. But yeah, no, it's it's American cricket. Is how I describe it. To be fair, yeah, it can be hard watch, a long it's slog, a very hard watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, we digress. We've discussed contracts enough. And I'm gonna hand you over to the bottom feeder, Atley, as he takes us through Championship windows
2: this is going to be painful read the question in full just even the open yeah, can't be, exactly the it, yeah. Oh, can't be as painful exactly how you worded it Yeah, can't be as painful it's going to be painful so after the season ending <laughs> injury to Michael Porter and the potential closing of Denver's championship window any sport what side has opened their championship window and what side has closed said window now I'm just going to open up here and admit this, like a man, the Nuggets are fucked. It has, it's ruined my weekend. I've been snappy in work. I haven't been remotely pleasant. The big lad here was trying to say to me the window was still open. I was like, I'm not having that. Like they're done. Like they're on t- three max contracts. Murray's not back. At this stage, I wouldn't even consider bringing them back this year. So just write it off. Porter obviously has a history of back problems, like famously one Clippers medical staff said he would never play an NBA game, I'd like to tell him to fuck off as well because he was wrong on that, and then all that's left is Big Joe, um, who's obviously going to try and carry the side now for the rest of the year, in the Western Conference uh, I think they are cooked for now, and I would seriously consider reevaluating where that roster is now next summer. Firstly, obviously, um,
1: I hope you weren't expecting this to be a PG show. Um, secondly, th- and this is where I disagree, which in this way was in it. Jokic is twenty six, so the championship window might close for this season, but it's not locked. It's very easy with some intelligent cap movement to like come back with a new side. Jokic in two years' time.
2: Very easy. Yeah, but look, they brought Gordon in last, at the trade deadline last year, right? That's when Murray was healthy. and By all accounts, that window was as wide, considering where the Western Conference was last year, that window was as wide open as you were going to get when they were all healthy. Portrait was only coming into his own. And just like that, I think it's gone. Like, I... Like I can't like you got Jokic on a whim with a second round draft pick, that is one in a billion pick. Like how often are you gonna hit on picks like that to change the entire franchise? Like they're gonna have to turn around and decide like like I don't think Murray's going to be the same player when he gets back.
1: No. So but like if I don't. But at twenty six there's so much time to reinvent that roster and then the other thing you've got which I think a lot of people are overlooking is the Lakers are a year to two years away from a rebuild. Either way you put it, Anthony Davis just ain't that guy. LeBron is old. Westbrook is probably going to move on. Melo probably going to retire. So they're, that's blowing up 18 months to 24 months' time. Potentially sooner if they yeah. if they struggle in the playoffs and are one and done or something like that. The Clippers, I don't think there's a lot of time left in that either. I think that whole Kawhi-PG experiment just not going to work. Guy was brilliant With the Spurs When he was behind Like Cult figures And like natural leaders a winning culture I mean, Take him outside that culture Let's park Toronto It was a one year Massive injuries across the league that season I don't think he's that guy So Then you look at the rest of the West It's Golden State
2: see i know we always hammer each other over the dallas thing right but dallas is a very favorable market as well and they have luca right they do like that's the reality like denver have Jokic, but it's it's denver do you know and it's freezing yeah and i know they have multiple sports teams but like see what I'm saying is a lot of those teams the windows may close but the windows never really close when you're LA like it doesn't yeah, fair I'm fair. sorry but look look and, and the Clippers I know they're the second best team in LA and they're always going to be the second best team in LA. when you're pulling like Paul George and Kawhi into a roster like you can kind of win it out with something like Denver don't have to pull like that so I actually do think it's cooked I'm gonna be sad for the rest of the week Okay,
1: well look, it's, this is not a the bottom feeder athletes smallest violin in the world playing. Coach, who who Let's have you got as window open? Yeah, so window open or closed.
0: Um are we going both now? It's up to you, whatever you want to throw out there. So I've an open and a closed. Um I changed my clothes from what you guys are expecting. I think I'll kick off with the closed. Um about ten days ago, roughly we found out that Stephen Lark will be leaving Munster. Then Munster then continued and progressed to travel to the South Africa, where they were struck down with two cases of new Omicron COVID virus, and today have announced another eight cases. They're up to a total of ten cases. Their window is now closed, shut, slam shut. They're going from bad to worse, and. I can't say they don't deserve every bit of it. Um, I just—I was hoping the start of the season was going to be a, a change. And I love,
1: was... love the unbiased journalism here. From
0: now, look, <laughs> look. I wanted to give Munster every. I, I was going to be a fan this year. I was going to go to the games. I was going to travel down. I was thinking, do you know what? COVID got the best of us. I'm going to go down here. I'm going to buy, not a season ticket, but maybe all the home Champions Cup games. I've got a group of friends that travel to every game. They get sandwiches off their grandmother on the way down, and they go to Thomond and they enjoy the day. A couple of points, one designated driver, and come home. And I was going to be part of that. I was buying in. I was all for it. And then they just take the absolute mick. It started with Zebo, He comes back. Oh, look, it's going to be great. And fantastic yeah it is it's gonna be great but then they mess everything up like it's done they they let their best players go to AIL and play in with Leinster clubs they've you know they've lost players they, they just don't know what they're doing they're the definition of you don't know what you're doing and like they're all over the shop I, I don't know what's next for Munster I don't know who's gonna go into Munster I don't know like who, who do you get in to steady this shit number well, one and number two when are you getting home because Champions I'm, Cup I'm, I'm, boys are out
1: well their academy's playing against Wasp that's already been announced um, but I do think that's up there with your greatest overreaction ever I think one star are, are fine will be fine I think still, think still they've got a ways to go to catch Leinster Ulster may have kind of maybe usurped them for this season but they have a lot of young talent coming through they've potentially their scrum half absurd for the next decade, but you, we've heard this all before. We've
0: heard this all, They have I mean, a lot of young talent every year. Every year, young talent. Where does young talent end up? Leinster, or AIL playing for Terenure, Clontarf, Lansdowne. Oh
2: good lord! Um, South Dublin South teams. All, all the South
0: Dublin yeah, teams.
1: <laughs> didn't know if you you aware of this, but uh, in but rugby doesn't exist outside the M50, and it doesn't exist north of the Liffey. It's um. It's a it's a single it, if you haven't got an even postcode, you can't play the game. Um why don't you get on to that Monster group of friends and maybe suggest going to Galway? Going to the going to the going there. It's two hours, quicker journey. It is. Um but yeah, no, I I think that's a classic overreaction. And out of reference, the championship window of what? Of the URC of the Champions Cup? Oh, I think they're
0: do- they're both they're done they're finished for this year for this year they. I don't see them I don't see them coming back yeah, from this, this year, for forever no for this season I don't see them coming back for this and if they don't make a very very good choice in the coaching staff next season we could be seeing the depths of despair here okay um, I, like I don't know where you go you get O'Gara everyone will want O'Gara right he's gonna be he's gonna be the one that's touted I don't, I don't know how you go I don't know I don't think he'd want it I think he knows himself how, just how bad they are I don't think O'Gara comes home his next gig is definitely an international yeah. gig though I don't think
2: he's 100% he's, if it's not Leinster he's not taking a club job again if it's again.
0: not Ireland or Leinster O'Gara's not coming home and he, he's pretty much mo- I don't know if you listened <laughs> to the, the interview on Off The Ball did about two months ago where he actually stated that he wouldn't be against managing
2: our coach in Leinster
1: yeah fair enough look I I, uh, I could say and debate that all day but I think don't
2: need to do you not think his sights are a bit higher i think oh, I his think sights much are higher. all blacks i think it's i think i know I, I, I actually I think, think like
1: he i think o'gara is far more likely to go managing the Gallagher premiership than he is to go manage in ireland i think he enjoys the different cultural experiences he's had i think he enjoyed his time in new zealand i think he's loving his time in france mm-hmm. i think he's he's far he knows what monster is he knows what the irish setup is to be fair like i know it's changed also it brought forward but he knows the essence of it i would say he's in regular communication with Paul O'Connell not just on a what's going on how it's worked but just as long term friends mm-hmm. would in a group chat because they played together for so long but who do you so think like, out there that they, they s- can
0: go uh, go to next
1: Munster yeah like we know Larkin what, Even so who do you think I think Pat Lamb probably isn't much longer left for Bristol I think he might be looking for a move Connor O'Shea no Conor O'Shea no no not a fan um.
0: Hmm. What's your man's name? The old fullback for Ireland. Is that Leicester? Um, Jordy. Jordy. Jordy Murphy.
1: I I think he's well. He's like he played his whole career at Leicester. I think he just
2: loves loves the Lester, whole Leicester yeah. culture. Like loves the Queen. Do you know what I yeah. mean?
1: Um, <laughs>
2: him and Vardy on the piss together. Yeah, him and Vardy. Yeah.
0: The, yeah, on the Queen's coin.
1: Yeah, he's he's from Kildare as well. Like I wouldn't like to see anyone from Kildare come back until we get rid of him
0: yeah, look, I just think they need to make. <laughs> oh, no, I need start. them to think they make
1: a real astute, you know.
0: I need. Yeah, they need someone. They'll, they'll probably look at the likes of Graham Roundtree or someone like that and just put them in. Will they though?
1: No, don't. Um. Anyway, who's 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 the championship window opening? Oh, because you're upsetting me.
0: Who is it opening for? Manchester United. Ralph Ragnick. That man is What's is phenomenal. Now. I've seen people over the last 48 hours going ballistic because I don't know. There's a place called um, a membership platform, I suppose, for football coaches that I'd be members of myself. It's called the Coach's Voice, and they do kind of talks, all these different coaches and stuff like that. And Ragnik, I don't know how long ago, it's probably, you can view it any time, but it was probably in the last, probably maybe two years ago at this point, did a talk and about how. Um, um, remember I don't know if you remember Klopp saying heavy metal football and the pressing game and all sorts of stuff and he was basically commenting on how good they were at it and that you I don't you might have seen the cope about being you can't just press a little bit it's like being a little bit pregnant mm. Um, yeah you either do it or you don't you're pregnant or not so um, he was just basically a Sadio Mane Mo Salah and he actually signed Bobby Firmino it was one of his last signings at Hoffenheim Um. But the things that man has done at, at the Red Bull organization for all the clubs, not just Leipzig, and um, but for all of them, and yeah, look at putting it down, I think we mentioned other today, but I think this is last incredible for Manchester United. But now the only it's thing not is not what
1: he does in six months, it's what he does over the next three years, is what I will be taking from. Exactly, and I think people I are think forgetting goes, that term.
0: Yeah, the term of the six months, and then he's into a two-year deal, isn't he? Like so, I think people are. He will assign that manager. I'm. I, I'm sure he will be the one to pick that manager after six months and the one thing that really bugs me and I know it bugs um, Keane Roy Keane on the, on Sky Sports is how that staff are still there and getting away with it is a scandal it's an absolute farce
2: It, it is it is a scandal um, but I think
1: that's and that's why they've brought this fella in they've brought him in from the outside he has no biases he has no he, he knows what Man United is obviously he's not stupid but he's no loyalty to Ferguson and the Busby Babes and I think that's Probably the problem with United. I've touched on this before. Like, you served your time. You did the club admirably. It was the it was a golden time for this club, whatever. But thank you and good luck. The yeah, way yeah. the Boston Celtics don't consult with Larry Bird when they're making a signing. Like, do you know what I mean? It has to be.
0: It's a little bit like yeah. Look, you know they're almost better with Ferguson dying aren't they? Like, that's the best case scenario for Man United. Ah, lads. Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's got the stand name there from him. crew Get the next one now, like um,
1: it was. It was interesting though to see Graham Suness say it was a it was a great retirement piece. I always love when Graham Suness calls it a manager. Bearing in mind, the, this is the gentleman we're talking about who signed Ali Dia, George Way is uh, magical cousin <laughs> that wasn't his cousin. It was a great one for you. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there go. Great story. There go. Um, yeah. Look,
0: I just think it's definitely open for them. Like they could turn could they turn this around? I, I, I'm not convinced they have the right players in the squad with ragnick now to turn everything around to get, say, Champions League. Not convinced. I don't think Ronaldo will fit what he's looking for. I get everyone's going to go, oh, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, he scored so many games with goals to change games a season. Not disputing that, but he scored in a system that isn't ragnicks system. So I think he's better off with your fit, fitter players, your you know young guns, and working on them because they're the ones you're going to have for the next three or four years.
2: But where, where I think I he's think going to give Ronnie a little bit of leeway, though, isn't he? Like, I you can't imagine him not giving Ronaldo just a, a, a smidge. Where of I leeway. think, like, just press the two centre halves and, and don't do anything else. Good, do you know.
1: Go Once Sass But where I think Ronaldo could be crucial now is, Ragnick obviously is going to have to bring in a new culture. Mm-hmm. Who's a great culture setter, a man who's arguably where he is because of work rate.
0: Yeah, but how do you stop him becoming, you know, a terrorist? Like how he's got a lot of power, but where's his interest? Is his interest in the club? Or is his
1: do you know what I'm saying? Like I get I get what you're saying, um But I uh, don't know, I just think it's yeah, no no, it and it could be it could go one or two ways, I suppose, it could be the easiest way to say it. He like, could do, be does brilliant.
0: he end up playing that false nine role and letting the two wider men press? So, S es- Liverpool esque to be fair.
2: Hmm. Do you not think the amount of easy goal opportunities he's going to get is going to go up if they win the ball higher up the pitch? Now, I'm not saying like everyone's obsessed with the press now all of a sudden because that's all the talk and all the rage the last few days. Is that like a few don't, don't years, press everyone presses? Do you know what I mean? And like I just think they the players that Like got if they win the ball higher up the pitch, is he not going to have? more chances to score is he not going to get better chances Yeah, to score in theory both? he should, but will he be on the pitch? Like, how do you do that
0: press yeah, with him on the pitch? He's going to be on the pitch. I don't know, I just think United are going to stay a little bit pregnant. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I've definitely uh, got in trouble for lesser things said than that though. Yeah, um, terrorist, <laughs>
1: pregnant, and wishing death on a former great manager. Um, look, <laughs> moving on. I suppose what I would say is right. Actually, I actually was, and I was like, Do you know what? I'm not going to get him into it because there'll be war to pay him. Like when we were living. I was actually going to say I sorry that the championship window could potentially be closing was Liverpool. Um, mainly because of the African Cup African Nations Cup but I've, nations. Look, yeah, yeah. I've looked at the fixtures and do you know what I think you might just get out of it alright you play Chelsea probably the last fixture before they head off and then I think it's like Leicester's the hardest fixture um, so, but I think they should be yeah, fine but, but then it I, was also, Reeve, I was also Divock was also kind of Fen- Fenway Sports Group and kind of their policy and just I think I think, and I might, will be correct this Van Dyke, Mane and Salah are all up for contract renewal in the next 24 months and they're all 29 or 30 do I see Fenway Sports Group making a potentially bad move um, when it comes to those three players potentially um, so that's why I'm going to give them an honorable mention but look, championship window opening, Chicago Bulls they've been magical and um, do I think they're gonna win it this year? Probably not. But I think it's sco- there's scope for a longer opening window here. And they could be a serious challenger. Um in the east, definitely. So and you never know what can happen there. I think they've they're probably more set up to win than say the Milwaukee Bucks, who are probably over reliant on
2: Giannis. Um outside of that and I'd like to argue that Go on, Farber. I I agree with you about the Bulls. Mm-hmm. But it's a two-year thing. That's it. That's all I see them. Like, it's this year, next year. Or it's okay. back to, it's back to, like, mediocrity. I just think with the way the East is kind of going now. It's like, if they can really get a very high seed. And to get the Nets without Kyrie. And all of the favourable things that the pandemic has given. You know the... Middle in NBA teams over the last couple of years, chances to get to places that they never had a hope of getting to. They're firmly in that bunch of teams that could do it in a, a two-year window, but after that, done, not happening. I do you I don't not think.
1: think the core of the roster is at the matter? Very young,
2: like Fusicic as well, but. <laughs> I, and Demar Derozan's like, I mean, not it, old Nets, in, in that either. Like he's not NBA old. No, I know. The same could be said then for the three lads that you run about Fenway re-signing, about getting a little bit older now as well. Is that these boys are all kind of extending their primes into their early thirties now instead of their late twenties. Which, which is that's it's
1: fair. Yeah, no, that, and I agree with that. I just think my my concern is not on the three players mentioned. It's it's on Fenway Sports Group and. Type purse strings that they they, they run their organisations and their moneyball influence. Um, so, would they be. I, I just see a situation where they feel they make a snap decision on one of those players, particularly if they have a substandard year next year, say, for example, finally, you have a contract. It's a different situation because of. I just think Family Sports Group kinda of complicates that and that's why it was given a subtle mention to Liverpool, but I decided in the end not to
2: um I don't think the Bulls are that competent up top either, you know, like organization wise, like they haven't really been for a long time. Like well, they they'll find were. a way to round this. Never like were. They never watched the last they, dance, like they, they were never carried were. by the greatest they were carried by the greatest basketball player of all time and then they rode on. the coattails of generational talent before he blew his knee out as well do you know what I mean like so I can't see them I think it's a two-year thing and it's a two-year thing because of the circumstances that the sport world find itself in now and the uncertainty that comes with it
1: okay fair enough I, I'll I'll uh, agree to disagree with you on that one but it could go one of two ways and then the other one I just wanted to bring up as championship window closing I think definitely for this season we'll be very happy to prove them wrong would be the LA Rams They've invested too much in late season free agency. So Von Miller Odell obviously as well as touched upon. On top of already bringing in a heap of talent last year I think the loss of Robert Woods has made them have to play a different style of game especially to fit in Odell. I'm starting to believe that for all the talent in the world, all the toughest in the world Matthew Stafford isn't that guy. He just hasn't got the grey matter. He hasn't got where it matters the most and I know you're going to be very hot for that comment but I do believe three picks three picks in Green Bay where's the game management there where's the do you know where's the leader in that can't, can't see if he's squinting because we froze or if he's but
2: the the Bulls have a better chance yeah. than the Rams are winning a championship this year in an, even in this year period like in a this year period we more. Oh. Now I'm trying my best not to swear here because because <laughs> like, you got a telling off last time. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll go to be shot like I'm boiling red here, like no, like the look, the Rams window isn't that big. It's not closed it's, though. That's
1: no but I it's say not, it's a It's, not
2: big. it's a I say closing. Close it's I still think they can win it this year. No one is good this year.
1: No one is good this year, but they're not, no they're one not is gonna good finish this year. they're not gonna finish top of the West. So they're likely going to be in the NFC old... West The NFC West,
2: yeah, yeah They're finishing top of the NFC West they're Fucking Kyler's been gone for I don't know where he is No one knows where Kyler is The MIA What, Jimmy is going to beat the Rams out to the, to the NFC West for? Stop You're having me on now I've had enough Don't be doing this to me yeah, The, the <laughs>
1: Cardinals, have,
2: Cardinals have a two game lead on them already They're getting that back Oh, are
1: they? I, don't, I don't see it They're getting it back The 49ers <laughs> also are on a streak
2: Aren't they three or four games? You just don't trust them though Like at any, I can't look, trust look, them at any yeah, but, capacity but look,
1: Looking at the fixtures right for the Rams right? Jacksonville Jaggers the weekend That's a, that's an ultimate get right game Right now Then they go play the Arizona Cardinals Who will have Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins back then obviously they'll walk over Seattle who are an absolute mess now. They then go to Minnesota in a side that's, that's battling hard to qualify. And has offensive talent, let's be honest. And then they round it out with a trip to Baltimore. Difficult. And they're at home against the 49ers. That's not a nice yeah, run. Yeah, they love the way they built. It's not a nice run. So what do
2: you think to finish?
1: I, finished, I think they finished 6th sixth,
2: sixth in the NFC. 6th seed. Yeah. Oh,
1: and I think, me, I you think they'll have record. to go back to Lambeau. I think they'll have to go back to Lambeau in January. And I think you'll find they've lost the last two visits to Lambeau.
2: I can't believe you said that with Matt Stafford. <sighs> i visibly hurt I'm visibly visibly hurt
1: Prove me wrong What's he doing What are you doing in Detroit <laughs> How long are you in Detroit He'd arguably be the greatest receiver ever Arguably I know it's a dysfunctional organisation But what did he do Any, How many playoff wins do he have in Detroit
2: He's still firmly in the MVP running this year Like, that's how like not anymore he could still He's win gone, it. gone 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 Absolutely gone He could still win it like, none of them can be trusted at the moment, in fairness. Not when Lamar is throwing four picks. I mean, like, what's the argument there? Do you know, do you know how do you many. Know? Like, Josh Allen and Herbert, like, fucking. Ah, oh, like, like, get me, get me going. <laughs> like, he's still. Like, I, as, as much as you're saying, like, he doesn't have the moxie, like, he could turn around and win an MVP this year. He won't.
1: You don't know that. I do. Um anyway, <laughs> you you'd given us a side that's uh, window was closing, I think, in Denver. Any other sides, window
2: open, window closing? hey I'm looking at the time here. I'm gonna do one more, but it is a window closing and not a window opening. Okay. And it is the Boston Celtics. Fair. So I'll ask you a quick question. Where do you see Jason Tatum? And Jalen Brown as players, like right now in the league, where would you rank them? Like, I know where I have them. I want to see where you have them first.
1: Are you saying, as in, a, are you saying you're looking for a number? Or are you saying, like, as in they're both yeah, all g- stars? Not that that really means much anymore.
2: Um, but but no, 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 give me a ranking. Like, I, I don't want the individual rankings. Like, I'll, I'll take, like, are they both top 20 players? Hmm i'll I'll, t- I'll settle no, for that no, if he no, don't want no, to be too deep. They're, they're just outside, but they're but they're only the top twenty players and based on the season. I think they're top twenty players. If they're
0: all stars, they have to be top twenty players, though.
2: That's not necessarily true. It's not necessarily, but
0: by no. analytics wise, you would. This say This
2: season, this season, this season. No, this not, season, top no, no, they're not twenty. No, right. I think talent wise that they are top twenty players. Like, yeah. Like, I think they're top 20 players between them like anywhere between 10 and, and 20 you could put both of those lads in there ah, yeah, but how heavy is a bag of spanish I mean you know like uh, yeah but I don't like for for you to have two of the top 20 players in the league and not be winning games and not like it, they just seem really dysfunctional like I don't know what Danny Ainge did with all of these picks and then and Brad Stevens moved into that GM job last year but it's just it just doesn't seem like it's going to kick on for them I don't I don't get the feeling that they can kick on and, and start winning I think titles like Tame is going to be the 10th best player in the league and that might all he ever amounts to like you just don't ever see him going to push this on to be a proper MVP contender well I, well,
1: I personally think there's one winner in that they're probably going to trade one of them but don't think they work together i think they need someone else i think they probably trade Jalen brown
2: and they probably bring in two lesser superstars it's a modern nba and it's thriving on big wing players like how can you not make this work with two coaching really good wing players like it doesn't make sense coaching
1: um, you know and but I mean? look we We've rambled on too much, but I think this segment's about 30 minutes.
3: This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. But,
1: uh, yeah, look, coach. Yes, sir. Like a scorned lover. Let's go. So, um...
0: Today the Ballon d'Or for 2021 was announced, Uh, the winners were announced, obviously voted by, I suppose, voted by various journalists, but mostly it's the coaches, or managers and captains of uh, national teams, and I think they should all be ashamed of themselves, um, because I think it's an absolute farce and a scandal. Um, We may as well call out the top 10, um, starting with number 1, as it's messy. Number two, Robert Lewandowski, or the body, as some people like to refer to him as. Jorginho, back, number three. Referred, Kareem Benzema, number four. N'Golo Kante, number five. Cristiano Ronaldo, number six. Number seven, Mohamed Salah. Kevin De Bruyne, number eight. Number nine, Kylian Mbappe. And number ten, Jilohanji Donnarumma. Now, I don't know, but we we know the Ballon d'Or has always been... Um, heavily biased towards attacking players which i think everyone's fine with i think i think everyone's fine with that but this is a travesty so just kick this off i just want to know your thoughts and what you think even top five should have been if you want to do is there anyone you want to kick out with that top 10 is there anyone you keep in the top 10 yeah. would you rearrange because there's one, obvious
1: one. There's one on obvious one go on for me anyway I think Jorginho is criminally overrated. I know he won a Champions League. I know he won a European Championship within a month of each other. Super cool. But I just wonder, like, especially like after that clanger against United, like I just, I don't. If if you were to tell me he's the third best player in the world, I don't think that sits necessarily right with me. I agree. Um, I'd argue more important lately in the Europeans was Donnarumma. I guys he was phenomenal in the Euros like,
0: but Jorginho and Kante should almost be in as one person I
2: think I think Jorginho has robbed Kante of the proper limelight to yeah. be honest with you like Kante how many man the match awards did he win on that run up to the Champions League final like honest to god does it should
0: it not become more like you know the NBA or a different type of an award that they win not the Ballon d'Or maybe it's you know I don't know the Brian Robson Hardman
2: Award or something I don't know what it's called but if If they didn't give it to the body, they should have given it to Kante. Like, there shouldn't have been an argument against it. Like, I don't understand. Like, why is Messi... Well, you see, and this... You know, all we know is Ronaldo and Messi. Like, come on,
1: give us something different. There's a problem with the award, and let's call a spade a spade. It's... It's always going to get this reaction because there's there's inevitably a bit of um, recency bias. It's an annual award. It's not run on a season, and it probably should be run on a season. It probably should be done in September. Um, or maybe even August. Whereas, like, a lot of people are hurt by the fact that Ronaldo finished above Salah, and even if you include the full year, you can make arguments that Salah should have finished above Ronaldo. But you're always going to have this where they probably put a greater weighting on the end of the previous season than they do on the start of this season. Which, if it's if it's a 12-month award, you have to count each month equally or value them equally um, but I do think it should be a season award like Lewandowski Lewandowski deserves a hand down yeah because he was robbed last year and he started in the similar vein this year
2: yeah no I agree 38 goals in 30 games doesn't it something, 38 goals in 38 something, 30 games something
0: ridiculous but we're rewarding Messi for being a greedy bastard and you know as, as someone commented to me, if he was a Christian, or sorry, if, if Mo Salah was a Christian with tax fraudulent issues, he'd probably have won it. But and I, I have no issue with Mo Salah not winning it because I think when you think back to 2021, he's having an, ast- an astounding season this year. Liverpool weren't great last year.
1: Um, they weren't. He still nipped in with 25 goals. Though.
0: Yeah, no, he did. And the other thing I think is a problem is I think some of the leagues Spain in particular is criminally overrated it's absolutely re- it's really really poor standard I don't know if you've ever gone to another league game it's it's very the standard's not great Like,
1: but then you wonder do they did they relate it to Champions League I can't even say Champions League success but, but I'll be honest and I'm not just saying this now I thought when Argentina won Copa I was like Well Messi's winning Ballon d'Or shit.
0: yeah yeah, no, there is Especially that. Especially that was probably, the, that was probably the, the the straw on the camel's back, like that. Got great. It. Like, what's
2: great. the what is the logic behind the voting process? Like, do, like you can understand it more clearly in other opinion. sports. How? Yeah. Personally, is it ju- like do do they have do they weigh it against yeah. like if you were to stress test the voting process for the Ballon d'Or? What does it actually look like? I think it's a pile of you know Storylines, story
1: and the storyline was. Messi finally won a major international tournament six months after the passing of arguably Argentina's greatest footballer.
0: What did Ronaldo do in twenty twenty one that he deserves you in the top ten?
2: I wouldn't have. I, in fairness, I wouldn't argue against. He's almost
0: man. single-handedly ruined Juventus, almost
2: uh,
0: mm, uh, financially crippled s- him
2: I think Angelini's to blame for that. Yeah, but that's not his fault. Like he did get No, won. I get
0: that. But what yeah. did he win for them? What did he do for him? He did nothing in twenty twenty one for him, nothing. But yes, Steven <laughs> used to there, itching his neck,
1: voting for him probably. Well, yeah, well, you can argue that if you're going to take anyone from Italy, it probably should have been Romelu Lukaku last year. Yeah, especially what he did for Belgium in the Euros, what well, he was decent for Belgium in the Euros, and he's. Well, I know he's kind of hit a bit of injury misfortune, but he had kind of hit the ground running for Chelsea as well. So
0: and now he's not even got a mention
1: i mentioned so look, it's strange it's very look given how corrupt football is especially at that high level you wonder how much of it is back rubs and
0: yeah so look what i think what we'll do is right we'll rest on that we we admit that it's wrong i've got two questions for you that have a bit of weight in them before we finish up um question number one what is the last Time or the last year, if you put a number, that the Ballon d'Or was worth its weight in salt. I'm gonna stick my neck out on a line here and just go 2006. Um, it was third place Thierry Henry, second place Buffon, and first place Fabio Cannavaro. I know. I
1: 2008.
2: Eight.
0: So you're gone. Is it Kaka.
2: 2012. Was no, Kaka, the Kaka, Kaka was uh,
0: 2007. Yeah. 2007, Ronaldo, 2007. I thought he was, he was with Ronaldo, second Messi that year. So, uh, but that was a good Phenomenal. competitive year, and then it, we broke into the Messi Ronaldo, you know, you know, mm. whatever, whatever. One of bigger, such and such contest. Contest, but one bottom feeder. What were you thinking?
2: Is it, I think it's 2012. This year I'm thinking of for Messi. Uh, was it the most amount of goals he's ever had in the
0: calendar year? Yeah, he got forty one percent of the vote that That's year. Third place, Iniesta. So that the dominance of Barca that year was
1: probably coming up to the yeah
0: yeah. I tell you one, the one standout year for me um, was actually two thousand five because Ronaldinho won it, Lampard in second, and Gerrard in third. If you remember, that was two thousand five. Obviously, Liverpool won the Champions League, but the games between Liverpool and Chelsea that year, and then Ronaldinho was that was probably his last little sprinkling of magic on the game. Uh, his last peak year, um, the year. He remember, was pretty
1: good in that Brazilian prison, mate. <laughs> yeah, but
0: <laughs> the toe poke goal against Chelsea into the top bins. Remember, with very little backlift on it. It was just different class. Yeah. So to finish us off, can you give me your top five Ballon d'Or winners ever? We'll start from five. We won't do the honourable mention for Mike alone, even though he, you know, he was top notch. <laughs>
1: look, the Ronaldo Messi Ronaldo and Messi are going to have to get it anyway Yeah, Ronaldo and Messi door. are
0: in there Like if you're going to people that won the most And you're going with the top five Um, What, it's probably Ronaldo, Messi
2: um, Fat Ronaldo for me, to be honest I'm trying to th- Not even skinny Ronaldo, I'm going fat Ronaldo
0: How many times did he win it though? I'm trying to think who's won it the most
2: he won. He won it twice, and he won FIFA World Player dear retreat. three if times. Messi,
0: Ronaldo, Michel he, Platini, Young, Cruyff, no. and Van Basten. But I, I don't think they do it these days. Would they? Well, Fat Ronaldo's in there for me too.
2: Ah, uh, Fat Ronaldo! St- like we could do a whole pod on him someday. Oh, look, I, d- I don't care how many Honestly. times
1: I don't care how many times he's actually won it, but I do think Jordy Cruyff probably. Oh, Johan Cruyff, probably not yeah, Jordy no, Cruyff. definitely George- <laughs> Jordy. Jordy
0: you'd be lucky to win the lot in the motto. You'd <laughs> be lucky to win the
2: window lotto. Sure. Um, Council Estate, Johan Cruyff incoming. Yeah. Jordy Cruyff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I'd probably go Cruyff. Nalo Messi, that's three. Two and all those. And then, it's, it's very, like, if you're just going on a year, the year Rivaldo won it, I think he was next in, in unplayable. I'm going back to like 2001. Probably even before that. Probably late 90s. He was unstoppable for maybe two years. And I know it's only one year. It doesn't define a career because he definitely fell off a cliff after it. Who, Rivaldo? Rivaldo. Did he win yeah. it? He won it in... Let me have the list up here. I'm not having that. He was phenomenal that year, though. I mean, if you're looking at, like, a single season, that's... Like, it, it almost doesn't matter how many times Messi Ronaldo won it is. Like, who, who's the best ever Ballon d'Or winner?
0: That was... Yeah.
1: I saw Yeah. And, look, maybe someone like Franz Beckenbauer as well. To really render it out. Yeah.
0: Like, Kevin Keegan, when he was kind of... Yeah.
1: That was the year he won. Like, there... in Hamburg, wasn't he? he won the yeah. Cup, I'd say... Um Georgie Best 1968
2: he probably drank his way to it as well like
1: oh, oh, I think he was a good footballer Um I
0: almost think Messi's and Ronaldo should be broken into the clubs they were at though like they could win it you, you know the way you could say ok Ronaldo of whatever year at Madrid you know 2013 2014 whatever because he's almost been two different types of player
1: yeah that's fair Um yeah, I and mean, we can also look at the voting and, and kind of see who, who won it by an absolute landslide. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's it's a difficult one. So, two Ronaldo's messy. I think, I
0: think actually, I think just Cruyff. on the year he had, you mentioned Rivaldo, but Kaká that time as well. Yeah. He
1: didn't, for uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah, peak uh, for long. Yeah, he didn't peak for long,
0: but my God.
1: But AC Milan will have during that, that spell as well.
0: Yeah. That's me, boys. Yeah,
1: right. It's a shame Bergkamp only ever finished second because always.
2: Is there is there anyone? There's a lot of really good players here. That
0: is there anyone you'd pick out and just go? Do you know what? A- if you were to give them a, you know. They've never you know really got a, the nod, but you'd go yeah. I'd give him one.
2: Roberto Carlos.
0: Then it. I was gonna say Robbie Fowler. <laughs>
1: I was going to say Dennis Bergkamp.
2: I just wanted to see <laughs> want a reaction. How did you go from Roberto Carlos to Robbie no, Fowler? No, 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 no. no, no honestly the nasal no. strips for me. Yeah,
0: no, no. Fernando Torres definitely.
1: <laughs> like, prime Liverpool, obviously.
2: Yeah, like, yeah I mean, he won a lot,
0: as a, merely or, a lot with I suppose the title winning win yeah. at Chelsea. Um, yeah, where he didn't play and became
2: a bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah, he's jacked now. Just you see the size of him on the Atletico sidelines? Fucking
1: hell. Anyway body come on Sasquatch two. I'm getting hungry was, here. No, <laughs> was there another question no there was no other question on the no
0: just Fernando Torres should have okay. got one
1: yeah Dennis Bear for me um, right ha- this week's have you seen this It's a bit of a strange one, but look we're going to go with it anyway so it's more reference to a bet so last night according on Tuesday Monday Night Football probably one of the worst Monday night Football games you see all season Washington football team versus Seattle Seahawks a better had a Bet on the halftime score to be a tie and Gerald Everett to score a touchdown. Tie down for the Seattle Seahawks. It's American odds, so it's, it's I'm not great at these, but he bet $10 and he won $1,510. Why it was immense was with 56 seconds left to go in the second quarter, Washington had scored a touchdown. We're going for the playoffs touchdown to take the lead from 9 7 to 10 7 the kick of goal was blocked and Seattle ran it back for a two point um, playoff touchdown and the tied score at 9-0 at halftime so it was an incredible bet and it probably was the longest run that winners ever watched in his life so I just thought it was worth mentioning but look can I give an honour, honour and I'll give an honour to mention I don't know if
0: anyone seen Go last on. night it was on. Uh, James McLean and the free dairy tattoo has anyone seen that oh my little Mar- Marilyn Monroe pose and the uh, yeah. giving the L
1: no oh
0: he
3: loves, it. It, up. He loves he, it he loves he it he loves it
1: he loves it quality um, yeah look I suppose just a quick little bit around the houses we'll be back again Friday morning Thursday evening with our picks for the weekend the coach will be issuing a full three page apology for his recommendations on a on, a, on the tip of <laughs> last weekend glad I didn't follow that one in um, look, as always, fan questions. Click the link in the description. We've also got affiliate partnerships there with USA Sports, get your Christmas shopping done. The Athletic, read really the best coverage in the game. And look, that's all from me. It's all from me.
2: That's all from me. We're really
1: gonna have to collect these dramatic <laughs> um Sorry. Thank you, and good night. Good night.